other day someone has asked me what is your favorite quote from podcasting i said journey of 1000 episodes begins with a trailer and you know what was the reason because i was inspired by the quote that we shared during the trailer and the quote goes like this the journey of 1000 miles begins with a single step after taking our very first step on may 17th 2020 when we launched the very first episode we came a long way in the last 22 months reaching audience across 111 countries hosting guests from 10 different countries from various domains it hr academia startup and business communities and even some students we hosted experts ranging from a 19 year old college student to a 83 year old management guru who has over 6 decades of management experience and we are proud to share that over 40% of women leaders were featured as guests on the guiding voice and folks though we started as a podcast we have ventured into blogging newsletters mentoring initiatives women returnship hosting ted circles and many more in fact there are a lot of surprises planned for all the tgv patrons in 2022 and beyond the guiding voice tgv is now a platform for all career guidance and personal transformation related support all you need is just start tuning in and reach out to us for anything and everything and today is a very special day for the guiding voice family we are proudly presenting you our 200th episode yes you heard it right and folks we have grown 200 times so far but we have a long way to go in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe and before we get into the episode we wanted to sincerely thank the entire community of speakers well wishers critics our families interns and most importantly you guys our audience because without your support we would have not come this far and in fact we would have not existed please accept a big thank you from the bottom of my heart as well as my core team and request you to continue to bestow your blessings on this enchanting journey he is an established human resources leader with extensive generalist experience that includes global business partnering experience he is rated highly effective in building coaching mentoring and managing high performing hr teams he has a deep understanding of hr function with it products and services it enabled and engineering industries and he is successful in strengthening workplace culture driving transformation and elevating employee experience under his leadership under his leadership his current organization cdk global has got certified as a great place to work by the great place to work institute and got ranked among india's best workplaces in it and it bpm 2021 top 75 and india's best workplaces for women 2021 top 100 and also certified as a workplace with inclusive practices and in today's episode let us chat with joy george This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. And folks, I'm your host Navin Samala, a fellow IT professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. In every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn some amazing stuff. 
And you know, you also share an interesting trivia or a fun fact which you have not found before. In fact, you'll acquire more knowledge per every minute by tuning into TGV than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me. And today we are going to discuss a very important topic. In fact, uh, it made me curious as well when Joy proposed this topic to me. The meaningfulness and the meaninglessness in a job change. And we are extremely pleased to have Joy part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. And before we get started, I would like to share a few words about Joy. I think he's one of the most admired HR leaders that I came across. And I always admire the way he presents himself. And there is a learning in every conversation that somebody has with him. In fact, it is a privilege to have Joy as part of TGV's 200 milestone guest. Joy, hearty welcome to TGV. Thank you so much, Naveen. It's my privilege and honor to be part of this you know, special episode. And in particular, I'm so very happy that I'm having this conversation with you, Naveen. Yeah, pleasure to have you on board, Joy. And uh, I'm really, really, I was looking forward for this and finally we made it happen. Absolutely. All right. Or probably you can briefly talk about your career journey and share top three things that have helped so far with our audience. Absolutely. My pleasure. Uh, obviously, I bring in uh, 22 plus years of uh, practicing human resource for uh, various organizations, mostly in the IT industry, so to say. I was part of the Tata group um, as early part of my career. Uh, did uh, get my best of uh, career formation in HR from Tata group. Subsequently, I was part of a product organization called Mtoris, which was eventually acquired by IBM. So today, Mtoris as a brand may not exist, but you know, IBM is the organization. We were part of um, IBM Software Labs. And uh, thereafter, I moved to a company by name Capita. And my current company is the next job that I picked up. I have spent five years at this point of time uh, with this company. Well, you know, the top three things, uh, if I have to say, you would, I would have already mentioned indirectly, every job that I picked up, I gave myself some time so to the organization to do certain things that I signed up for. So that was the first thing. The second thing is, you know, have exhibited patience and perseverance in many ways. To me, these days, that's a dying virtue, patience and perseverance, you know, but I hold on to it. Uh, the third thing is, uh, I focused on mostly building a strong, motivated and energetic team. I believe uh, success for any true leader can actually happen only if there is a committed, motivated, energetic team. I was fortunate all through. I have had one, including in my current workplace, CDJ. And I concur with you on the third one, especially because I've experienced your HR leadership. And I still say that it is one of the best places to work. The kind of uh, uh, reward system that you have created and the kind of engaging atmosphere, it's incomparable. All right. So, uh, Joy, currently we hear a lot about this talent dynamics and the talent revolution. And uh, organizations and leaders are talking about and to some extent being worried about as well. So, being a talent specialist, what's your take on it? I know this is one of the most topical things that anybody in the HR fraternity would like to talk about. Um, uh, for sure, there is a lot of hustle and bustle in the talent market, particularly in the IT industry, so to say. Today, organizations at large, uh, particularly IT organizations, are going through this unprecedented rate of attrition. People call it as the great resignation. Some people call it as the great revival. Some people call it as the great, great ambition. You know, many things, you know, being coined as days pass by. In my analysis, one strange thing, though, is that a lot of people have changed jobs. 
or are changing jobs without a valid reason, which made a lot of the retention efforts for leaders, particularly HR professionals, quite difficult. Uh, here be well, I said, you know, a lot of people are changing without valid reason. Okay. On the other hand, people seem to have joined or are joining organization without sufficient convictions either. What does that mean? People are just leaving one workplace and joining another workplace without any valid reason and without sufficient conviction. What can it lead to? It can only lead to utter chaos. Now, today you also keep hearing about, you know, in various forums, people talking about the great reversal in the sense of a lot of people are returning to their original workplace. These two dynamics, people living without a valid reason and suddenly people also thinking to come back because they join without sufficient conviction do create an interplay and add to the existing challenge of attrition already. That is very, very unfortunate. Having said that, if you ask me, there, therefore, why do people then leave? The only reason that I see people keep citing for their change of job at this point of time is somebody has offered them something. And most people come and say, I got an offer. And obviously, if you ask a little more, they say, I got, I got in almost 50% more or 100% more. Nothing more than that. Nobody talks about by saying, hey, I'm going to be changing my track. I'm going to be moving on to a new technology. Or I'm going to be assuming a next level role. You hardly hear any of these conversations these days. They only come and tell you, saying that I got an offer. I, I sometimes, you know, sarcastically respond by saying, oh, you got an offer. Congratulations, you know. How do you get an offer without an effort? Make an effort, right? Which means you end and stood in a line as well. And you, just, you said all great things about your current organization. That's how you ended up in a good job. Anyway, so that's not a lighter note. But otherwise, you know, all of these things, you know, first of all, let me share it with you, Naveen. I think people at large are fairly confused. They need help. Leaders, if at all, there is a special time in the careers of people. It is now. You need to be close to your people, providing them with the right career advice and necessary support because people are confused. Secondly, organizations, it is time for them to be far more intentional about pay because all sudden compensation is a big deal. Organizations need to be far more intentional about pay, purpose of a job, which means you need to articulate and re-articulate as to what is the purpose of this job, create a perceived value for the job, and obviously the buzzword today, which is provide sufficient flexibility. So that's something that the organizations also need to do. So that's something that I would share as a kind of, you know, reflection as a talent practitioner on the dynamics today. Great insights, uh, Joy. In fact, I resonate with your statement saying that people are confused about career. And uh, yesterday itself, I did a mock interview. One guy approached me through LinkedIn saying that, hey, can you do a mock interview kind of thing? And I asked the very first question, why are you looking for change? He said, it's already three years that I'm working with this organization. And my question was, boss, I, I worked for General Electric for 11 years. What do you call that? And there are so many people who join as an intern and they still retire. And you find so many tenured employees. Don't change the job for the sake of it. First, get that particular clarity. I think that is very important. Thanks for highlighting that. And Joy, taking the nuances from the career growth, which is cited as the most frequent reason or which is the most cited reason for a job change for years across the organizations and all. So how should somebody look at one's career like? Can they think about blooming from where they are planted or landed? Very interesting. That's a very interesting observation, uh, Naveen. You're absolutely right. You know, career and career growth is something that people talk about all the time. They talk about at the time of joining an organization to a prospective employer. They talk while they are in a, in, in, in a job 
to their current employer. They also talk about why leaving uh, to their current employer, saying that they are leaving because you know they are not growing. However, I'm not sure how much people do seriously anything with it apart from talking. Everybody wants their career to grow. Everybody talks about their need to grow. How many of us do spend enough time investing in our own growth at our own individual level is something that, you know, we should reflect over. It applies to me as well. Now, there are two perspectives that I want to share with you. One is, you know, let's look at uh, our own our own career. Let's assume, you know, 30 years. I don't know, many of our audience, you know, who are listening to may not even be able to imagine working for 30 years. But let's assume, you know, you and me, uh, I have spent more than 22 years, so it's not too, too far away for me. We would assume, let's assume we are going to spend 30 years in career. I would phrase these 30 years into three levels. The first level, what I call it as, new in career, new in career level, which is nothing but a stage of or a phase of exploration. Time for one to experiment with a few things and few jobs just to see how adept or how uh, efficient, how relevant are you for a particular setup job. This might result in a few few frequent job changes purely because, you know, you realize this is not what you want and you wanted to try out something else, which is okay. You still seem to be new in career. And, you know, attrition is reasonably likely to be high purely because it's an exploration stage or an exploratory stage, which is understood. The second stage is, you know, and this I would give something like, you know, 10 years, up to 10 years of your career, assuming it's 30 years. The second phase is what I call it as, you know, settled in career, settled in career, a stage of consolidation. I like to think, you know, um, I mean, you belong to that phase of, you know, settled in career, uh, phase of consolidation. Uh, Anything between 10 to 20 years uh, is what one should look at. It's a solid stage of, you know, building career in, you know, one or the other areas of interest, domain, field, whatever you you. And typically this phase should be characterized by longer tenure, longer stints. And that's, that's a kind of, you know, key expectation. And the third phase is what I call it as established in career. So new in career, settled in career, established in career. And that is the stage of what I call it as maximization or self-actualization. Well, you know, uh, just to put it as an example, I belong to that, you know, phase at this point of time, trying to maximize, trying to actualize, you know, all the potential that I have at this point of time. And at this point of time, whosoever are in this phase, their objective should be to sign off or to exit on a high. And that's what they should be looking for. Now, the reason why I explain all these things is, you know, it is useful for all of us who are in these three phases, new in career, settled in career, established in career to think about the phase that we are and ask questions. Am I doing the right thing? And am I doing the right thing with respect to the so-called, you know, defined phase in my career? So that's the first perspective that I want to share. And if the answer comes, you know, no, then obviously you need to decide what sort of behaviors do you need to modify or, you know, what sort of decisions and directions you need to set for yourself. Now, the second perspective, which is you now quite a little more interesting, you know, I may have sounded a little too serious with my first perspective, but the second perspective, if you look at, you know, all the exit interviews that people do, most of them would keep citing the same reason for changing of job over and again. And most frequently cited or quoted reason for job change is nothing but growth or better prospects. And that summarizes it. Nobody asks any big questions around it. You say anything more than that, it'll be seen as, you know, you're not changing for a valid reason. right? So therefore, everybody would like to cite it. Now, I keep wondering, somebody has already changed job thrice, citing the same reason, saying that I'm changing job for growth reason. One fundamental thing, people change job without changing themselves, calling for another change of job. Every change of job in order to make it meaningful, one has to also change a bit along with the change of job. 
you may not be able to change yourself while in a job to the extent that you can change when you are changing a job so if you if you know if i'm confusing the audience let me put it very clearly every change of job all of us should look at as an opportunity to change ourselves as well without changing ourselves if only we end up changing our job we will end up changing it again and this change of job can almost become a kind of you know holy pilgrimage again in search of finding that ideal growth or you know the growth prospect so that's that's my response to that interesting question that you asked navin very profound insights uh, joy and as you said like a large percentage of people they think that they have to change the job in order to grow but how can people add real value and meaning in a job or a career change according to you and you may also want to highlight some of the common mistakes that people make while changing their jobs absolutely absolutely well it is sometimes easier to find the next level job outside than inside it is sometimes easier those job changes are you know very very meaningful according to and no questions around however what is important is you know is to ask what is the objective that one has got if one is in the first phase in the first phase which is you know new in career phase what is the ob- objective of my job change is something that one should ask if one is in the second stage what is the goal of this change is something that one should ask according to me and if one is in the third stage or the third phase what is the purpose of uh, me leaving the organization or organization is something uh, that we should ask according to me you are ready to change only for two reasons one you have achieved your objective or goal or the purpose depending on at what what in a phase of your career you are you achieved it you have nothing more to achieve i think it's the right time to look at a job change the other one even more important if you realize early on or even later on that the goal the objective and the purpose not going to be achieved i think you know you should call it a day there is no point in wasting any more time with that organization according to me therefore in any job change the locus of control should be inside the locus of control should not be outside the reason for any of us to change our job should not be because market is bullish or market is dynamic or there are plenty of jobs available the the job change should happen only when you are convinced that there is a real need basis the three things that i said the goal that you set out the objectives that you identified the purpose that you are latched on to either are achieved or are not going to be achieved that's what i would put it out navin uh, wow uh, such a clear set of thoughts uh, joy i am enjoying this conversation now uh, let's switch the gears slightly and talk about uh, bringing back the employees to work right nowadays uh, almost all employee uh, all employers have geared up asking their employees to come back and all and all these days uh, all of us are in the comfort of working from home can we see some resistance from the employees and in that case how do we handle that tactically absolutely you see a lot of resistance you know from employees at least through informal sources and some of the formal studies you know as they indicate now today if you look at you know what is a workplace it is something like you know any time anywhere any platform is said to be the workplace at this point of time so it is not a particular place workplace of the future even future as in future is now it is a collection of places where work happens it can be home for somebody it can be i don't know wherever one is able to log in is going to be the other place for some it is going to be an office some it is going to be semi that's what it is now organizations are beginning to see flexibility as a core reward as well as a necessary characteristic of work flexibility no questions asked on that the most favorite approach uh, for most people today seem to be what is called as hybrid 
the hybrid model. Now, according to me, Naveen, if we don't pay attention to it can turn out to be an organized mess. It Hybrid can be an organized mess in my description of things. Organizations indeed have demonstrated exceptional resilience, finding you know ways to take COVID on their stride and make work happen so far. However, there is now a genuine threat of organizational culture getting eroded at this point of time. Let's, just, let's accept it, you know, let's accept it. I believe, therefore, office-based working will provide a lot of long-term benefits both to the employee as well as to the employer. Why? Because collaboration, innovation, engagement, and true development happen at best when people are co-located in a designated workplace. There is resistance. I think, again, you know, the opportunity and the invitation for leaders is to keep reiterating how important are these four aspects, which are once again reiterated as collaboration, innovation, engagement, and development. I think, you know, once once the right message reaches people at the right time, all the resistance will come down and people will, people will. Only key thing over here again is, you know, be flexible. Don't be rigid. Be flexible. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So let me now talk about uh, joyism. Like on a lighter note, uh, as I was uh, introducing you in today's episode, I always loved your approach, the way you uh, deal with the the town hall speeches and you have that uh, ability to convey any difficult uh, message in such a humorous way and you bring something to the table always so how did you learn that particular aspect and uh, how do you think so differently again in a kind of very interesting uh, question you know I believe personally speaking is easy listening is difficult i like to assume the assume the difficult side and then you know start speaking i am aware i can't speak sense for too long i am also aware nor can people listen to me for too long so therefore, you know, keep it interesting. And what that means is, you know, I generally do a bit of thinking around the type of audience and the topic. I don't take my audience for granted. I value their time as much as my time. And that's the that's the simple uh, code that I follow, Naveen, uh, if at all, in any of the forums to, to leave an impact. Wow. Exceptional thought process there. And I completely admire that. Thank you for sharing the secrets, us. Right, so we have been talking a lot about this great resignation, bringing employees back to work and all this serious stuff about the meaningfulness and meaninglessness in a job change. Now I would like to spice this episode by asking you a few interesting rapid fire questions. If you are ready, I'm going to put you on spot. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> all right. Great. So uh, Joy, let me fire the first bullet out of the rapid fire. Okay. What was your favorite subject during the school? That's the trickiest of all that you can ask me. In fact, there was no subject that was of any interest to me until I passed out 10 standard and I realized it's a subject. And then I chose English language as my subject. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> all right, uh, here comes my next one. What were you afraid of as a child? Today, I am afraid of uh, many things. When I was a child, I realized that I was not afraid of anything. Today, I'm afraid of many things. But as a child... <laughs> None. All right. <laughs> Moving on. So can you share one thing from your bucket list with our audience? Don't look for a way. The way is in the making. Don't look for a way. The way is in the making. That's the principle that I follow. Wow. So profound again. All right. Let me move on to my next one. Do you prefer social time or alone time? Obviously time alone. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. Here comes the next one. What never fails to make you laugh? 
actually looking at the funnier side of life and the crazy you know that people do including me i can't stop laughing by the way great rapid fire round so far joy and let me fire the last bullet out of this what is one guilty pleasure that you enjoy the most i think let's keep it for another day navi <laughs> <laughs> are, are you sure another <laughs> day okay i'm i'm going to call you just to make you answer this one absolutely <laughs> all right fair enough and that was an amazing rapid fire uh, joy and thank you for being so candid and sport with that let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation so joy what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers it's very simple don't be a rolling stone build stability in your job in the first place if you are serious about building your career just changing job does not build anybody's career just changing job does not build anybody's career that's the living thought that i want to do awesome thank you thank you so much that was uh, another insightful message and uh, I, i thoroughly enjoyed the conversation and i'm sure audience are going to immensely benefit out of this uh, episode as well and thank you once again joy for being part of uh, tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe and uh, specially honored to have you as our 200th episode guest my pleasure my pleasure i like i said in a, it was a privilege for me to be part of this uh, not only because it's the 200th uh, uh, podcast episode but even otherwise you know contributing to this initiative i've always been a silent admirer uh, and an observer of this initiative uh, i know you have put in a lot of efforts along with some of your colleagues to shape this up I never imagined you know it would grow to this size uh, but now I can imagine to what extent it's going to grow all my best wishes and all support always uh, navin thank you thank you so much joy that means a lot and it was a real pleasure talking to you after a long time same here all right so folks before we move into the trivia section here is a small request to all of you in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from so that you will be notified of all the future episodes Also if you have loved this conversation just like I did and found it useful please share with at least 3 of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice so that your friends will learn new stuff like you and we will gain new subscribers thank you so much in advance now let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode and folks uh, remember joy worked for a company which was acquired by IBM right incidentally i'm going to share a topic around IBM research and the facts that i'm going to share about ibm research are about 6 ibm employees have won the nobel prize for their excellent performance in the field of technology to date not only that ibm employees have won 6 turing awards and 20 of them were inductees into the us national inventors hall of fame and 19 national medals of technology 5 national medals of science and 3 kavli prizes not only that As of 2018 this company has generated more patents than any other business in each of 25 consecutive years which is a record Of course this is not a sponsored message but in case if you are looking for a stable job which is challenging probably IBM might be one company to explore for Fantastic That's all for today thank you so much for tuning in and this is Navin your fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the lives of millions across the globe Until next time bye bye